money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. You got a big smile on your face this morning. I do. Because I have a very special friend in the studio, other than you. Yes, uh, other than me. (laughs) Other than me. Wow. Um, I feel pretty special, but our special, special guest today, who we'll introduce in a minute, we're going to keep you in in suspense. suspense. We like to do that whenever it's a really special guest. When Ray's here, we just... Yeah, you know, whatever. Say, hey, Ray, right, you're, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. you're here. But uh, so, if uh, welcome to the show. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, welcome. If this is your thousandth time, then uh, well, welcome as well. And and uh, we want to just uh, again, I, I think celebrate, uh, just celebrate you as listeners. The reason we do the podcast is just to have the conversation with you. So without you. It would just be Reb and I talking together, and that's just not as much fun. So thank you for all of your feedback, for all of your comments back. Thank you for – Well, uh, I, I was kind of mind blown the other day when we got uh, something from CHRI saying mm-hmm. that we had uh, seventeen over 17,000 downloads, and that was like an increase of 1,000 in one month. Mm-hmm. And that blew my mind. So that's all because so there of must all have of been these. a good show in there. I don't you know, know, maybe okay. that got downloaded many times, or our kids are doing it. So I want to say thank you to, to yeah to all the friends who are just hitting download, 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 and using up your download. To, to anyway, the, the anyway, let's move on. So, and you can find those podcasts at morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca, and of course on your favorite podcasting platform. So there we are. Okay. So now, do we get to introduce yes. a special so guest? I get to introduce because um, we have the other half of uh, Ray Borg here, Arlene Borg. Now, years ago, Arlene, welcome to the show, I should say. Good to be here. Thank you. We had Arlene and Ray on many years ago to talk about finances and couples and stuff. Valentine's Day. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that was very good. Um, But today, we invited Arlene because I think Arlene has a very special gift of walking with the Lord in giving to people and giving good gifts to people and actually finding good deals with God also. So what prompted me to invite you here was the rising cost of everything. It's Christmas season. This is the beginning of December. And how can people do Christmas well um, when things are tight? And that's Mm -hmm. why you have had some great stories. You've had years of tight budgets and not so tight budgets. And yet you have dug into what you call God's economy. And we're going to ask you about that in a minute. So, All right. All right. So I want to just read some verses that I love out of 2 Corinthians 9, um, verses 7 to 10. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. 
Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Now these verses I've often thought of in context of giving, tithing, whatever, giving to God. But in the context of our discussion today, I want to put Christmas giving in light of God's abundant gifts Mm. that we can outpour to others Mm -hmm. and doing it as he sees fit. So Arlene, why don't, I don't know, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit why you love the Christmas season and um, we'll go from there. Okay. So as Reb said, um, uh, my name is Arlene. Um, So Reb had asked in my introductions, who am I? So that was an interesting question. Tell you about yourself. And so I just thought I'd say, first of all, that I'm a child of God. And that is probably the most important thing that anybody needs to know about me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have lots of roles. And so we put on those roles on top of our identity and who we are. So I'm a wife to Ray. I'm a mother to my children. I'm a Nana to my darling little grandchildren. <laughs> I'm a, you know, sister, daughter, mentor, pastor, mm-hmm. and I also work at um, One Way Ministries, and so I work there as a ministry coordinator. Um, and one of my key roles is with the Ottawa Civic Prayer Breakfast that we do every year. Yeah. And- so did you pick up that you know she was a mother to her children, but. Grandmother to her darling <laughs> grandchild. Did, did you pick up on that? You know, the, there's an extra level of love happening between the grandchildren. So I love oh, my children are pretty beloved too. I'll tell you, <laughs> my, my if they're listening, yeah, you know yeah, that know. you've taken second place now, right? But you know, grandchildren are like stars in the sky. They bring a lot of joy oh, and a lot of life. And you can send them home at the end of the day too. <laughs> anyway. Okay, we'll get back on track. So, but the Christmas season. So, I have seen you over the years. You take great delight in a good deal. You take great delight in in blessing people with those good deals. Um, but we're not here just to talk about the good deals. We're here to ta- encourage people. Mm-hmm. How do we do Christmas? How do we do it in light of God's economy? And where do we start, Arlene? Right. So, um, you had asked about. Christmas is important to me because my faith is really precious to me. And and this is a season where we celebrate our faith. And mm-hmm. in COVID, uh, my faith has been even more important. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Christmas is important because that's when we celebrate when Jesus came. He came, you know, he was in heaven before and he came down to earth to manifest it himself, as it says in Philippians. And uh, he came to... Um, be here. So I want to celebrate that at Christmas. And so part of that is the decorations and all that, but also to be a blessing to other people. And so for me, it's not just at Christmas, it's all year round. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And so um, actually, I'm not even a high gift giver. But when I do gift, I want to be it to be very special. Um, And I'm very careful about that. I want to be very thoughtful and wise and intentional about what kind of gift I do. Mm -hmm. So I think the part of why you had me here is that I have lived many times on a limited budget. Um, So I'll just say two principles in my life uh, for my decades of life. Um, One is that God is my provider. Mm -hmm. And so um, we've lived many seasons where uh, we've had, I've, I was a stay at home mom, you know, a homeschool mom. I've had seasons where we live by faith. So I've had to learn to uh, what I call trust God's economy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so in the world, there's, 
there's two kinds of economy. There's God's economy, which is um, giving and blessing and being generous and considering others above yourself. You know, I think of um, the scriptures that talk about gleanings. You know, Ruth, we all know those stories, right? They had to leave the barley and the wheat at the edge of the field so that, um, you know, the poor could invest in it. And I see my husband does gleanings. I call that as part of God's economy. You know, he'll buy... Um, he'll buy buy diaper wipes for my daughter and he'll buy flowers for the neighbor next door and he'll he'll buy something special for the guests that's coming. And I call Mm -hmm. it the gleanings and that's part of God's safety net. Mm -hmm. So that's part of God's economy. But God's, the world's economy is, you know, make money, buy stuff and it's all for your own satisfaction. Um, And I think God's economy is very different. Um, And so I I try to live in that economy. Mm -hmm. And so that, I guess, gets manifested sometimes in very practical ways when I'm always on the alert for what God is providing for me uh, and for us as a family and what that looks like. So We have this saying that we we say it more than enough is, is, you know, make every spending decision a spiritual one. And I was just thinking about as you were talking about there to say, you know, uh, make every giving decision a spiritual one, right? Like ever as you make a decision, or as you know, as um, you're out and about, you're going, oh, God's economy is at work, and I'm uh, conscious of that or aware of that as as you're going about your daily life, which is pretty cool. I mean, that is yeah. that is really, in a sense, um, a lot of what we talk about here in the podcast, and and at more than enough is just being aware that God is involved in these practical day to day spending decisions that you're making. And again, you so eloquently highlighted, it's not all about me, you know, mm. <laughs> which is the other, the, the, the world's economy. It's all about me, but you're, you know, God's economy is all about my neighbor, right? And, yeah. You know, C- can you give an example, a practical example of where you've had to lean into that, tr- like what you're talking about, God's economy versus, you know, just going uh, out, putting something on your credit card or, you know, even if you have the money to buy it, you know, like, give me right, an example. Okay, so, um, uh, and lots of things come to my brain, but anyways, I'll just say one thing would be, um, so I have a card file at my house um, and I kid, I've had it for 30 years. It's two drawers in my bedroom and my kids used to use it all the time when they needed a Mother's Day card. They went to the card file. And there, was, there was a Mother's Day card. So. As, a, as a man, I totally appreciate that. I'm, I, can't, I can't get to the store. Mom's got a card. Mom's got a card. Even last night, I pulled out a, someone who's, gonna, who's got breast cancer. I pulled out a card and someone else is their birthday. I'm having them over for dinner tonight. I go to my card file. But that card file always needs to be filled up and um, over the years I've um, you know bought at garage sales or bought brand new if I'm in a store I think oh that's a beautiful box of cards I'll buy that I bought lots at the Christian bookstore but that doesn't exist anymore you know on Friday night I was just wandering through the thrift store I had a, an, a goal a bigger goal of what I wanted to find and there were several uh, cards I bought 30 brand new beautiful cards at the Salvation Army down the street and I just thought oh there's God's provision for me because my card file need some cards in it so i came i joyfully spent ten dollars on 30 cards (laughs) and uh i came home and i put them away in my under each category and so Mm -hmm. that's part of god's provision for me um but i want you to also tell the story about that item you wanted to get for your granddaughter and you didn't want to pay the shipping (laughs) i because i to me this is what's beautiful about you arlene because you have these stories all the time and when you share the story if you're not listening 
listening with the right ears, you bypass what God's actually done for you. So can you so tell listen us? listen up. Everybody's listening. Put your right <laughs> ears on, not your and left they, ears, and but your right ears And we can say, well, why does God care about details like this? But I've seen God care for these details in Arlene's life over and over and over. So please tell the story. <laughs> All right. So uh, my daughter and I decided that uh, for Christmas, I would buy her uh, a red barn from Calico Craters. For your granddaughter. For my granddaughter, okay. uh, who's two. And um, she loves little bunnies. And so it's a little set of bunnies. But um, I bought the barn at, I bought that brand new. And I knew that she would really like the little bunny figure in the high chair. Because that's really important to her, just knowing her. But to buy it separately, when I went online, it was $25. $10 for the item and then $15 to ship it from, from BC. And I thought, it's not worth $25. So I decided to forgo it. Because I didn't want to spend that money. But... um a couple of days later, I was on Facebook Marketplace, and someone was selling this little bunny in a little high chair in brand new packaging for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that it was for me. So I I bought it and I hopped over and I picked it up. So I knew that was God provision for my little granddaughter to have little the little bunny in the high chair. <laughs> and I I love that, but I I think that's a part of how you live. Mm. It's just a part of how mm. how you've lived all of these years. It's just yeah. you know, and and I you know, listeners might be thinking, well, that's just you know, maybe a silly little story, but I believe because I know Arlene and I know her heart for the Lord and for others that He is just. You two, you and God are in partnership together to bless people. And I guess that's part of what I wanted to encourage people with. Mm -hmm. And how can we do that even on a limited income? Like you had, we, we've talked about this before, but what are some of your ideas for that mm -hmm. people can, to, can use for partnering with God like that? And, but yet being practical also. I think part of it is being alert. Right. Mm -hmm. Alert for what's God provision. Right. And, you know, like sometimes I just do go to the store and buy what I need because I have someone coming today and I want to give them a present and I know what I want and I go to the store and buy it. But if I've got time, um, I love to, uh, you know, go to the bigger picture. So mm -hmm. one of the things I've loved to give in, um, so that's not quite answering your question, but one of my favorite things to do is, um, what did my husband call it? He called it, let me just look at my notes for a minute, uh, gifts that invest. And so I love to buy mm -hmm. uh, gifts from like help, pearls from Helpless Pseudo, mm -hmm. um, or, or even, uh, and, and everybody in my life can't have pearls, but even to buy shoes or a backpack or something like that. Or I love, so then I'm buying a gift for someone, but I'm also investing. And I, one of my favorite gifts, if anyone who's in our life I love to give a clubhouse magazine mm -hmm. to children because uh, I feel like they get a, a monthly gift I started my grandson at age three mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, my niece my nephews my you know Serena Serena, Serena. <laughs> she we just the got in the I mail keep, this week Dave I I, I read the, the, the clubhouse. I, you know, I have to check what my kids are reading so I'm reading the, but you know reading. to me that's I'm investing in a ministry but I'm investing in their eternal value and I'm giving them joy because these are great magazines yeah so but on another practical vote note you know like so sometimes i have needed i wanted to buy something brand new but i didn't have the money so i will actually i have shopped in my closet to sell stuff mm -hmm. and facebook marketplace is great i've done kgg i've sold lots of stuff i've even bought stuff 
at thrift stores and resold them because I'm like, okay, that's worth more than its value. So I take it home, I wash it up, I resell it, and then I have the money to buy what I really want. Um, so I've done that. Um, yeah, countless. and you enjoy doing that. It, like it it's sounds a, like you like it, it's a game. It's yeah. a game. So I grew up in a entrepreneur business household. I've been selling stuff since I was probably eight years old. Okay. So I watched my daughter. Oh, I was going to just say someone I love, but anyways, my daughter. <laughs> so. She is amazing that way. She will, you know, ha- buy a piece of furniture for 10 bucks. She'll redo it. She'll shine it up. She'll buy new knobs and she'll sell it for a hundred, couple hundred dollars. And then she'll buy the rug that she really wants or she'll buy an old lamp for 10 bucks. And then she'll, this guy, oh, you bought that? And, and then she'll shine it up and she'll paint it and she'll buy a new lampshade. And oh my goodness, her house looks so modern, but you wouldn't know what she has done with it. So, um, so she's gifted that way. I'm not gifted that way. Some people are really creative. Like my account, our accountant at work, Jennifer, I've learned a lot from her. She wants to make a decoration for the center. She'll buy big bushy plants and she'll make 10 centerpieces out of this plant and go outside and get a bit of greenery and get a bit of this. And voila, she's got 10 centimeters <laughs> for $20, $20. Like there's lots of creative ways. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you read that scripture in the beginning. Everybody's created differently. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so Ray, my beloved Ray, would not have the patience to do the selling and reselling no. that. Yeah, know, that, that, and that's not me. This is why I me. love talking to you about it because it's so no, not no. Me. For me, yeah. it's a game, right? And so, but there's everybody has gifts. And so that's mm-hmm. where being alert to what God has deposited inside you. God has put in each of us what we need. Mm-hmm. So what is it God's put in us that we can do? That works, right? And, and then, but, turn- but I will say this. I mean, uh, I love the idea of you know, um, you know, shopping out of your closet or or you know, taking stuff that that you don't necessarily need, or or you're saying, you know, that that was for that season, that time, but now I don't have it. And and sometimes that's really easy. You know, I've got some clothes that I've grown out of, or you know, whatever that mm-hmm. that's easier to let go of. But I think there's also a bit of an underlying principle here that says, I don't hold on to stuff too much. And if God says, listen, you know, uh, again, uh, we often work from the premise that God really has given us everything that we need. Mm-hmm. And and I, again, my brain goes back to the feeding of the 5,000. You know, he starts with a few loaves and fish, but we actually get to start with that few loaves of fish. And God does the multiplying when we do the obedient, obeying part of that. And so being able to release things that you're going, well, you know, again, we all go through that process of, you know, do I want to keep it? Do I want to let it go? You know, how much, you know, what's the value? All, all of those things are going in, in our minds, but being able to just kind of be open handed to say, you know what, if I, you know, if I'm going to sell shop for my closet and sell that thing so that I can get this thing, there's this principle that you can't hold mm-hmm. both things in your hand. You have to release the one to get the other one. And often we find in our culture that we're constantly trying to hold on to both, right? I don't want to release this, but I want to get this. Mm-hmm. So there's this tension there. And I just love listening to, to you, Arlene, and just saying, how natural you're like, well, you know, I want to do this. So I go and do that and I figure out a way to do it. Um, that's so I have a confession. Beautiful. I'm actually a really good regifter. 
<laughs> so, so I almost don't dare say it on the radio for, for people who know me well. But you know, someone might give me a box of chocolates and or you know an ornament or whatever, and um, I many times be like, well, I need a I need a I need a gift for so and so. This is perfect. Thank you, Lord. And I just repackage it and just pass it on because mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff. I don't need a lot. You, so what jumped out at me when we we were talking about this and you were, we were writing notes back and forth. Um, uh, I wrote it down that you you said somewhere that it doesn't belong. Not every gift is that's given to you. Um, something is just because something is given to me doesn't mean it's for me. That's right. And that really because I am I am like well if someone gave it to you then you keep it like. Um, but I remember for our wedding thirty years ago we got a cat clock a cloth cat clock. And I ended up taking it to the trailer, my parents' trailer, because I'm like, I have nowhere to hang this cat clock. And this dear lady, older lady, had made it and given it to us, so I didn't have the heart. <laughs> but what do you do? But you, but I, but you. I have another approach. story that uh, you know. When you read Reb's book, there's a whole chapter about a certain sweater. Oh yeah, and, okay. And we won't go, go there. there. But the- <laughs> um, but just because something is given to me doesn't mean it's for me. So sometimes we can, you can be the funnel. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. box of chocolates you're just funneling mm-hmm. to other places. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really interesting. Yeah, everyone has their own opinion on regifting, but I love that you are so open handed, and how David said that you have both hands open. You're mm-hmm. releasing what you have to sell it, so that you have provision. So, what what would you encourage folks to do um, in the last minutes um, uh, of our show uh, this Christmas season? How do we do this? I think it's being alert and asking God, listening, listening to the Lord, listening to what that person wants, right? right. I, I think it's really important. I, I really want to give a gift. And so in my family, uh, my family of origin is called Visser, uh, married a Borg. But a Visser is very, um, very honest. So, so I'll have a conversation with you. I will often have conversation with people to figure out what it is that they want. Do you like this? Do you not? You know, I'm, we have very honest conversations like that. Uh, so I'm very honest. So listening and then listen to God, uh, how to provide and, 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 and being creative. Uh, so for us also, it also means simplifying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also aware of our, um, so we have my family of origin. We don't even give gifts anymore, but we have lots of love, right? Yeah. So, so it, sometimes if times are tight, you know, we um, we we just simplify. We reduce all our expectations, right? right. Like yes. when we've lived by faith, we've had no spend rules. So you have to listen to the Lord um, and and keep awareness of of the difference between God's economy and our economy and that God is our provider and what that looks like. So because, because that is a big shift right there. Mm-hmm. And even in simplifying and understanding, you know, if you're ch- if you have children and they're seeing, you know, apparently Amazon has a wish list now. So the, you know, like the Sears catalog, they're coming yes. up with their own paper version. And like what do you, do you how yeah. do you how do you tell your children and set those expectations that's that's challenging that's for sure in our culture when our kids see so much they want the phones and all of the latest but um i think part of it is what you've said having the conversations with people and being honest Mm -hmm. and i think as well um you know that does 
we talk about our kids being affected by that, but but we are affected by that, right? In the sense of saying, you know, as we go out into the world and the culture we're in and the, the, the media and all the, especially now where we're coming into the Christmas season and mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that I didn't know that I needed. But I think I really need right now, right? You know, so I'm writing it down on the wish list because my kids are all going to buy it for me, or, you know, whatever that looks like. But the reality is, is, is there that is all going on in our own hearts and our own minds. And and again, coming back to um, just okay, Lord, really, if I if I recognize, and you said it right at the beginning, Arlene, that that. The, it is all the Lord. It is the Lord is my provider, and that He actually does have like a purpose and an idea of how He wants to flow resources through us, mm-hmm. you know, His kids to impact the world around us. Like that's part of God's economy. That's part of it what is. He wants to do. And so, you know, the again, living in this space where there's so much that's telling us, well, um, this is for you. Like, you you know, you should feel better. And again, that's not all bad. It's just how do we filter that in the context of God's economy and say, wait a minute. Again, going back to the simplicity of, well, if I recognize that God provides all that I need and Mm -hmm. actually has a plan for for what he wants to accomplish. And I, I love going to the story of the feeding of the 5,000. If you've heard the podcast, I probably <laughs> mention it every single time. But, you know, Jesus says to his disciples, what do you have? Mm-hmm. And then some little boy or, you know, mm-hmm. has to give up his lunch so that everybody else can eat. And then guess what? The, guy, the boy got to eat and probably way more than he, he would have if he had yeah. it on there. And this is God's economy at work is, is you know, what do you have? What do you How have? How can God take what you had to mm-hmm. bless the people that are mm-hmm. around you for his purposes? And yes, don't be afraid because you will be included in that blessing as you do that. And there'll be plenty left over. And tying in what Arlene has already exemplified to us today, that can mean selling it on Kijiji so you can give something mm-hmm. that you would like to give to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, it's it's a very interesting, the, my last thought, and we were talking about it on the way in, Dave, was um, if you have an abundance and you're not mm-hmm. in that place where you have to like really hone in, you know, maybe ask the Lord how this Christmas you can bless other people with the abundance you have. And it might be cash, it might be a gift card, it might be gas, but it might be a really unique, pay attention to that unique drop of God inside Mm -hmm. you. Like they really need a barbecue and you're like a barbecue. And, And in the past you've been like, I'm not spending money on a barbecue for somebody else. Well, why don't you open yourself up? Because maybe someone could be blessed by Mm -hmm. your abundance. Mm -hmm. It's just a thought because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, go big or go home. And that's part of my problem sometimes. (laughs) But I just, I just love to go big. Like, and if, and sometimes we limit God by our smallness Mm -hmm. as well. So that's my last two cents. And, And I'll, and I'll just dovetail that as we go out. The boy gave all of his lunch. I know he did. Give the y- the widow's mite was a hundred percent. So for those of us that have an abundance, it's much more difficult, right? And and we're gonna leave it there because that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Arlene, thank you for coming. You're welcome. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Reb, are you going to pray it out? Or? I Well, yeah. you can today. Okay. Well, let's pray. Lord, we do thank you for your abundance. We do thank you for your grace. We do thank you that you have given us way more than we need in this uh, this place. And Lord, when we, f- we feel like there's not enough, we, again, know that you've surrounded us with people and with your people. And, and Lord, again, for those that are listening who are saying, yeah, I just don't have enough. Lord, we just ask that, that you would bring those people around, your people around them to support them and build them up uh, because we know your heart is that there would be no poor among your people. Mm -hmm. And we know that uh, from Scripture, and we know that as we look forward to heaven. And so, Lord, we thank you for these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for having me. Oh, so fun, Arlene. You're just the right person for this topic. Join us next week when we talk money. (laughs) Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.